Hello, my name is Leslie, and I am the host of the Why Not Say podcast. This is a podcast to celebrate people who have been courageous and said, why not today? I started this podcast in honor of my father, Patrick Kane, who often did say, why not today? I'm based in Reston, Virginia, a planned community right outside of Washington, D.C., and thanks for joining us today. And I'm excited to have my guest, Katie Please, be on today. And I always like to share how I met somebody or connected, and Katie was instrumental in getting me off a couch and getting me out of fear. Um, I... And I um, share that often when I remember exactly where I met somebody, I'm like, they're going to be in my life forever. And you were one of those people, Katie. I was sitting on the couch in beginning of March, mid-March 2020. If Everybody knows where we were. And I was a little terrified that I was like, how am I going to run a business? And just like we always do, when we're a, a little fearful. We try to distract ourselves. So I was on social media and a site jumped out or a comment somebody had on a some site said, I'm looking for someone to help me with makeup. And so I reached out to Katie and her mom was in town and wanted to play with some makeup. Well, it was right about when the world shut down. And so we decided we better do something virtual. And that's how we started. And since then, in the last three years, Katie and I have become great friends and gone through life together, some twists and turns in your life, Katie, and just feel like God definitely put you in my path and a reason for you in my life. And so I'm excited to have you share today, you know, courageous things you've done in your life. And I didn't even realize what was going on in your life when I first met you. But why don't you just quick introduce a little about Katie and a fun fact about yourself, and then we'll get into the courage component. So awesome. Well, yes, thank you so much, Leslie, for having me on the show today. And I'm excited to be here. My name is Katie Cleesby, and I am the owner and CEO and founder of Rexpert, um, a two-sided marketplace to find and connect with recreation experts near you. And I met Leslie, um, yeah, during the pandemic when I was getting my surgery, my first surgery, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. My mom was in town visiting. Um, and uh, yeah, we were looking, I was looking to, you know, knock something off my list, which was get my professional um, photos done for my business as I was presenting at conferences and wanted someone to help me with my makeup before I had those photos done. Um, and so Leslie came into my garage. I want to say the day that afternoon I had surgery. <laughs> I, was yeah, literally... I, was like, I had no idea that you were had surgery or going through any of that until probably months later, it seemed like. <laughs> Yeah, I think I told you that day. I was like, oh, I just had surgery. And you were like, okay. okay. <laughs> um, I think I agreed yeah. to like speak at a couple conferences that afternoon too. And they say no big decisions like the day when you're still kind of on anesthesia. <laughs> and that's, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, so I love about you. You know, you're out <laughs> doing life and not letting it slow you down. Well, you know, what you go through cancer and um, during the pandemic, right? I went right into, um, 26 rounds of chemo after two surgeries and 33 rounds of radiation. I had the max of everything because I was only 32 at that point in time, you know, and I couldn't have any visitors during chemo, um, but I made the best of it. And, uh, you know, I actually had a little, not a little podcast, but I had um, cocktails with Katie, had chemo every Tuesday, and I would get groups of people together and we would um, play like online virtual games together. My aunt used to read me a story and um, everyone had to bring a cocktail glass and wear a funky hat because I had a cold cap on. Um, so I just kind of made the best of it. But when you go through hardships like that, and then my mom had um, been diagnosed with leukemia for the second time while I was going through my own uh, cancer journey, and um, I ended up losing her 
that November and had to pause my cancer treatments to say goodbye to my mom um, and then continue on my own cancer journey. So you realize really quickly that life is so short, right? Like my mom had just retired and, you know, she was 62 and she only had like a year or two of retirement and had saved her whole life, had made all the right choices, had, you know, not taken big risks, but kind of done the right thing. Um, And so I I just, any opportunity, I take it now. Um, Yeah. You know what? I live my life that way too. Like you got to live life. And I've heard so many people that, you know, again, work all their their life to for that end goal of retirement and with my age a lot of people are talking about retirement I'm like are you going to retire I'm like heck no you know people retire to sit on the couch or retire and then you don't know what's going to happen like live life and I think we both do a really good job about with that so before we get into the courage component what's a fun fact about Katie fun fact about Katie um well, I love doing triathlons. So I just completed my first Ironman uh, Maryland last September. And uh, yeah, so at, I'm here at um, a lake today and I'm looking forward to swimming in the lake. Everyone thinks I'm crazy because I brought my wetsuit. So that's when you know <laughs> you're yeah. an athlete when you show up to someone's lake house on your vacation. I'm like, I brought my wetsuit and my bathing cap and my goggles. And I'm very excited to swim. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Congratulations for the Ironman. That's an amazing accomplishment. Um, I had my brother on my anniversary episode and we talked about my dad and courage, but we also talked about he did an Ironman. I don't know. Did you do it? Do you, what is the completed, I guess. I don't know what the verb is, but the other day I was somewhere and somebody I know um, who had started a fitness journey just the last couple of years pulled me aside. He's like, I listened to your podcast with your brother and it inspired me to sign up for an Ironman myself. And so it's kind of fun to see how this podcast has encouraged people to do other things. So, all right. So before we get started talking about your courageous things, tell me what is your definition of courage? Yeah. Well, my definition of courage, I actually wrote down some notes. It's having the confidence to step outside your comfort zone and try something new that makes you scared or nervous. Ooh, I like that. It's taking a risk essentially, you know, when you have those butterflies or an ang- just feeling anxious, not necessarily anxiety, but feeling anxious about something and knowing that you know, on the other side, it might change you for the better or improve, or it could be a really great experience or not. Right. Like courage. I think courage too, is just, you know, sitting in, in that, um, in the pre-op when, before you go into surgery, it takes courage to go into surgery too. Right. Like, um, so it could be good or bad, but facing something that's really scary and doing anyway, I think. Right. Yeah. And we don't know when we do step out and do those things. And, um, we talked about before we came on, you know, you got to have A, B, C, D, plan to Z. And I think every time you take that step of courage to do something, and even if it doesn't work out, it gives you the courage to take another step. You're still living. You're still kicking. You haven't, it, I mean, think about the worst thing that can happen. So you've had lots of courageous um, things in your life just since I've met you three years ago. Um, and I definitely want to talk about your business. So I don't know if you want to talk about courage of, your journey and um, with cancer treatment, your mom, your um, Ironman, you want to talk about triathlons, you could talk about your business, we could talk about. Um, yeah, so many things. Oh, can you and, tell I'm typing? And you're getting a PhD with all this going on. 
Yes. I was writing my dissertation through chemo. Like I, chemo took seven hours because with the cold cap, it took like an hour to freeze your scalp. Um, and then a couple hours to have the chemo. And then you had another hour to defrost your scalp. So I wow. saw that almost like a plane ride. I'm like, Oh, seven hours that I can get so much done. <laughs> um, but in the that. beginning, <laughs> I that's what got me through grad school is I was traveling for business and I was on lots of plane rides and I could study on a plane. I'm like, this is the best time to study. No distractions. Yeah, it was, it was um, fun in the beginning. Like, I mean, not fun. Chemo is not fun, but like there was 12 hard sessions and I want to say the first six, I could get things done. And then you start getting chemo brain. Like I, it's foggy. It was hard. And then, you know, towards the end, it was really, really hard. Um, but I would bring like a vat of coffee of caffeine because, they give you all these drugs that make you sleepy and tired. Most people just like sleep, you know, because time goes by fast. But it's <laughs> like caffeine. Let's do this. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll talk about courage when starting my business because that I want to okay. say that was the biggest step, the biggest. And risk when I met taken. you, you're working for um, Clyde Moore Park in the aquatics department. When I first met you, um, and then and you ended up leaving that job and starting your own yep. business. So that's super exciting. <laughs> very abruptly actually <laughs> like, okay. I did not yeah I did not know that I was think or was planning that I was ever going to walk away in that moment on that Friday afternoon um but I did I I've always been a why not today moment oh my gosh Leslie a hundred percent it I've always been good at making decisions and when you know you know like I always say like when I met my husband when I bought my first house like there are certain moments in your life you just know and I just, I knew, I, I just knew when I called my husband and I was like, I need to do this. And he supported me the whole way. So I left Parks and Rec on a Friday um, and I had planned to do it, um, an half Ironman in Atlantic City that Sunday. And so we literally like, I came home from work. I, I, I was typing the resignation letter in the car on oh, the wow. drive to Atlantic City. Uh, and, you know, my friends and family were saying 24 hour rule, Katie, like, calm down, like just, you know, send it on Monday, do your half Ironman. And I said, no, 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 I know. I just know. Like, so I hit sent, showed up, had a great race. And it was the first race that I completed after chemo too. So I had trained for this half Ironman all through chemo. And wow. so it was really important to me to finish that. And then that Monday I was already like thinking of what I, I wanted to do um, and I had known that in parks and rec during the pandemic, right. It was a physical building that physical building shut down and everybody yeah. went outside. So um, I realized that people were still looking online. Where can I go for hiking, biking? You know, I, my kid wants a coach and being in parks and rec, working at the front desk sometimes, or just being in aquatics, talking to parents, everybody was always asking me where they can find X, Y, Z, right? Um, and so I realized that, you know, there were two-sided marketplaces out there to find contractors for your house, right? why is there not anything for recreation, you know, component for that? And so I did my research and found out that there's fitness, there's sports coaches, but there's not really like hiking, biking, you know, kayaking, um, paddle boarding, things like that. And opportunities for families and, and just people in general to connect and be outside and, and recreate. That's the definition of recreation, right? Recreating yourself mm -hmm. and um, through different experiences. And so I, I had, a, I called up my business partner, um, at the time he, uh, he was somebody who worked in parks and rec, um, with me 
And uh, he actually said, Katie, please be, you know, where are you going from aquatics and how can I come along with you? Like, what are you doing now? Like, and so we formed a partnership initially uh, that Thursday, I think we met for lunch and then we came up with the name, like experts for recreation, like finding coaches, Rexpert, you know, finding connect with a recreation expert, Rexpert. So, um, and then Rexpert was born. That's awesome. I love that. I love that you just jumped in and did it. And it's like, you know, that, you know, that, you know, and so often we know that we know that we know, and then we survey everybody and especially the people we don't even value their opinion and we don't really care to ask. And that's, you know, how does this look on me? We always got to get the approval of somebody. Um, But, you know, it's just, I did the same thing when I quit my job, it was a little more thought through and it wasn't immediate, but for the couple months before I made that leap everybody's like are you sure you're gonna do it you sure you I'm like yeah I'm done like and have I will back. say yeah and I give you so much credit Leslie I mean I will say to the credit of my husband like I could not have done this without his emotional financial physical all of it support right like right. he was right there and um you know to do that as as not having a significant other. Oh my gosh. Um, so you have even more courage than I do when it came yeah. to like, you know what? What's the worst that can happen? I knew I could sell products and you know, I can always get another job, which I've never had to do. So through the developing of your business, you're still in the launching phase. And I love that you have reached out and figured out ways to get resources and funding and some of those things. And I think this, as I shared in the beginning, this, podcast is really a platform to encourage people to do the thing. So if somebody's looking at starting a business, some of, what are some of the resources you found to get some help? Yeah. So the SBDC small business development center was in, you know, so influential in the beginning. That was one of my first calls and they set me up with what was called a program called ICAP, which was the innovation commercialization assistance program. And it's free and they provided me with a mentor and um, I got into it and it was probably, I think, a six week course, um, but it almost took you step by step by step. And they encouraged us to do customer discovery and talk to people and um, write down your business plan and the, the value proposition. Why, you know, why are you doing this on each side of it? And so um, once I got involved with ICAP and then I, I, I want to make it clear that I'm not a small business, I'm a startup. So there, there's a huge difference between a small business and a startup. Um, just for instance, funding, right? The massive amounts of funding and I'm not doing the skill myself, right? Like I have to hire developers, like it's the tech, um, which makes a difference in startup. So yeah. I, a lot of so the mistakes. I cap for startup or small business or both? I cap is for startups. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I want to say one of the biggest mistakes I made was following the path of a small business's um, in the beginning. And if if I could do it all over again, I mean, I use too many companies locally that were for small businesses that were not a good match as a startup. And then I want to say a year later, I got into the startup community in DC and got more connected to the startup resources that I needed and was finally in the right place. But I wasted tons of money and time. And unfortunately, I don't know, people, some people were, were connections and some just took me down bad paths. Um, obviously I won't, I won't name names or talk about any mm-hmm. of that, but um, I felt like there was a solid six, seven months that I wish I could just do it all over again. Yeah. But you learned. So what lessons did you learn that you could 
share with other people other than, and I love the thing about the startup. I've never even thought about that with the Why Not Today brand, but I think it's definitely a startup. Yeah. I mean, everyone has it. Some people have different definitions of startups. Like, you know, it, essentially, if you're a small business, you are starting up, but um, I needed funding, right? Like, and I was so grateful that when my mom had passed away, she had left me some inheritance funding and um, I was able to take that funding and hire a developer um, and hire the things that a marketing company, you know, initially um, early on, but um, you know, it, <laughs> some of those early decisions led me down wrong, the wrong paths. I think I just, I didn't know what you didn't know. And I don't know if right. I can give advice on that because I really, it was such a huge pivot in careers. Um, I had to go through it myself and, Right. You know, go, I will, I don't know if I'll ever go back to <laughs> like a corporate business. I love being my own boss and I already have ideas for my second um, startup after when this one becomes successful. Um, but I would do it completely different based on the mistakes I made and now what I know um, in the beginning. Right. And don't we all need that? And I think the difference with me and you in starting businesses, I started a business that was a direct selling business that had all the everything behind it, which I think is helping me tremendously with launching the Why Not Today brand is I've got the systems in place and all the things I've done for 20 some years in place. You know, when you've just worked for somebody, you don't haven't created a business. I think, yeah, you're definitely coming from a different place. Right. Which is why um, startups are so incredibly hard. And like only 3% of funding goes to women too. So like being a female founder in technology startup, startup space, I just was, you know, I, I've, I have a handle on it now, but that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So talk about the business where you're taking it. What are you doing with it? How can we, you can support people and doing courageous things? Yeah. So let's see, we launched our beta product last January and had some early adopters, um, but it was built on WordPress, which is like your basic, um, you know, website designer and um, to be a startup, you need what's called intellectual property um, IP, right? Something that's unique um, and that you can kind of change and manipulate as you grow and WordPress doesn't allow for that. So we took it down and totally recoded it, found developers um, and coded it from the ground up to something that we wanted it to be, which was more of a user-friendly um, it's two-sided marketplace where a busy family can go and type in what they're searching for. If you're looking for pickleball and um, coming and it generates different coaches and trainers and things that are local to you that you can message back and forth right on your phone and connect with them um, and choose them through profiles, reviews, ratings, things like that. So um, we are we just about, I want to say a few weeks out from launch for our um, MVP2, I want to say, um, minimal viable product. So we're very okay. excited about that. We've got about 50 early adopters we're working on getting on right now. Um, but yeah, eventually you'll, once we launch, you'll be able to find not only solopreneurs. So like, you know, those who are coaches who um, have their own business, his small business, but also recreation centers. So one of the biggest pivots that we made in the last month uh, was connecting with rec centers. So rec centers will be able to load all their classes so that as a parent or a local person or family individual, um, you'll be able to see all the recreation options, not just personal coaches, but 
the rec center too, so that you don't have to go multiple tabs across your search bar. So with the coaches you work with, um, do they have to be local or they, do you have them all over the country? Uh, well, for our marketing strategy, you know, we want to start um, here in this area. So Virginia, right. Maryland, DC, and uh, coincidentally for our research, um, this area is uh, one of the top five areas and um, towns and cities and um, that invest in parks and rec um, in the United States. Yeah. So I think Norfolk was like number five. So um, we'll grow from there and eventually, and, you know, grow from east coast to west coast and and right. um, scale that way but uh, we wanted to be strategic awesome. yeah so you're kind of the connector to all the resources to the public yes yeah it's a subscription it's uh for the experts in the rec centers and so the families use it for free or um okay. individuals use it for free um and obviously you, you can purchase your services right on the platform um, and so it's $39 a month for solopreneurs and $99 a month for the big rec centers um, to load up all their classes on there. That's awesome. So I'm thinking about somebody I interviewed on my podcast that she's a health and fitness coach and she has a coaching mm -hmm. business Perfect. and works with people like nutrition um, and giving you your exercises and everything. And you have a coach you work with. Everything's completely virtual. So mm -hmm. she, and she'd probably be a good partner with you and a good person. She's very, um, she's young. I keep saying that but she's in her twenties, but she is wise beyond age in what she's been able to put together in this company. Awesome. Um, Love to so meet yeah. her. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. So I know it's been courageous to keep going with this project. You've had some um, things that have not gone well. And we just mm -hmm. talked about something that happened a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago. And so talk about, and you don't have to give specifics of what hasn't gone well, but talk about, you know, how do you get back up and how do you keep going and how do you not like throw in the towel and where do you get that resolve to say, or courage to just say, I'm not quitting. Yeah. It's funny. Cause so many people have asked me like, are you at that point yet? And I'm like, no, no, failure is not an option. We haven't even launched yet. Like there's not yeah. even, that's not even my vocabulary. Um, so yeah, one of the things that has been a biggest challenge for me in a startup is um, you need, they say, you know, you need a co-founder. So from day one, I've always, I wanted a co I wanted someone to do this with, right? And so I have gone through three co-founders now. Um, and for whatever reason, uh, they have left and, um, and, you know, I've got a board of advisors and everyone is now like, Katie, you're so strong. You can do this on your own. You don't need a co-founder. Yeah, you don't need a co-founder girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just keep going. Um, and you know, and I just, what you said is so strong and I was going to recommend is you have a board of advisors. So mm -hmm. you don't have to have a co-founder, but you have your tribe, your mastermind group, yeah. your women, your people that surround you that are going to cheer you on and give and be able to mastermind and brainstorm with people. And I love doing that. Oh yeah. I've, I've found in people have just, you know, almost like, I guess, magnetic, um, they've reached out to me and, um, it's funny how things happen for a reason because so, you know, one of the biggest things that I had to have courage was two weeks ago, my third co-founder left the company and they, I'm allowed to talk about this legally now, so I'm just going to go for <laughs> it. Um, so he took all the code. He just okay. removed myself. Yeah. Access to my entire company for two years. And, he took down our landing page. We were getting ready to pitch that Friday in a pitch competition. So here I am on Tuesday 
with no landing page and nothing to show for two years uh, for Rexpert. Um, so long story short, you know, uh, we ended up getting it back, but there was, you know, a couple of days there. That I had to dig deep and, you know, my, one of my old business coaches, Katie Nelson has said to me, um, you know, Katie, you have a plan A, B, and then all the way to Z. And I felt like I hit Z that day. And I was like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was like, then we started Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, you know, the Zulu alphabet. So I was, you know, working on Alpha at that point um, and had to just keep going. So my husband was such a great supporter in that moment. Um, I, I reached out to my advisory board. You know, I used all my resources and I just took it day by day and leaned on the things that I could control. And I think in those moments, you, I, that's the phrase that I was in my head. Like, what can I control right now? Cause you have no control. Right. Um, right. So I could control my Ironman training. Like I can go out and do, you know, even things that have nothing to do with your business. Like that makes me feel more grounded in the chaos that is happening around me. Um, so <laughs> randomly slip that in. We talked about it before, but I don't think you actually said that you have, or you did, I guess we did talk about the Ironman um, and triathlons. I mean, and that's just such a major thing too. I mean, all the courage and all the things. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and everyone's like, oh, you do all these things, but I'm scared. I'm super scared inside. And I'm scared. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. So I, I'm able to just push beyond that. And I think I've lost a lot of really important special people in my life early on. And I've gone through cancer and I've gone like, I feel like you name it, I've gone through it. And, um, you know, the day I finished my last chemo for breast cancer, I found out I had skin cancer and I had a chunk of my neck removed. Like, so it's just not worth it. Like if it's going to be good, just do it. Like we yeah, were on the I lake yesterday. Do. Uh, and I said, I'm going to jump off and go swimming. And they're like, it's cold. You know, it's early, it's May. And and then I got the whole boat. We all jumped off the boat. But it was just such a why not today moment. I thought of you yesterday. And we're, I was like, let's, let's just do it. What's the worst that could happen? That you're cold and there's towels when you get back up. Like. Yeah, exactly. It's like cold is not going to kill you. Yeah. So and my, my uh, computer's beeping for some reason. Um, all right. So lots of courageous things. And I just love and I can't wait to see your business launch. And we definitely need to schedule another brainstorming. Um, you know, there was a reason you reached into my life because of makeup and look where it's taken. And we've been able to share ideas and brainstorm. And, um, you know, I think you'd be a great partner too for the Why Not Say brand and encouraging people mm. to get out and exercise and, you know, just get started. I am, I used to, and I know this is a connection we had when I taught water aerobics, I used to tell people like, just think about how you're going to feel at the end of the day when you put your head on the pillow, if you did or you didn't. And I think, you know, exercise and starting business and all those things, saying why not today is also important. Just just doing it. So yeah, it's a great phrase. What would you do to encourage somebody else to be courageous? Which oh ironically, gosh. I never thought about it. The word encouraged is has courage in it. You know, that's a tough question. <laughs> I've always struggled with that. I think. I feel like sometimes I, I do that naturally organically when there are people around me and people have told me that like I, I do it, but I don't know how to articulate how I do it. Okay. So if um, somebody wanted to start their own business, quit their job, um, compete in an Ironman 5k, 
fight cancer, like all those things you've gone through. I would say just do it, you know, and what's stopping you? Life is too short. Like a friend of mine uh, just bought a beautiful house in Florida and, you know, she's close to retirement and she's like, oh, it's long plan. You know, like we're going to be down there in their seventies and then we're going to do X, Y, Z. And I said, what is holding you back? Like, just do it. Just go move down to Florida. Like life is too short. Um, right. And I honestly, you know, it's a phrase that everybody says, like, life's too short. Um, but it really but does. It. Yeah. It um, yeah. And so when you when you lose people at an early age, it really is too short. Everybody, should we be all so lucky to get to retirement and to be in a retirement house, whether it's on a lake or in Florida, or to get to your retirement plan, you know? Um, right. And then you get there. Yeah. yeah. So I would say... I don't know, like live life to the fullest. Like, like I said, we we're, should we all be so lucky to live to a hundred and do all the things like every year, you know, I want to look back and be like, what did I accomplish? What did I do? I want to live life to the fullest in that moment um, as much as possible. But you love it. Yeah. Great. And, answer. I, and, you know, so I always, in the questions I give all my guests, I'm like, how do you connect to my dad? And people are like, I never met your dad. How could I possibly connect? But really it's a, as I talk to my guests, I mean, some of my guests have met my father, but, or had met him. Um, but I really, really kind of see where you can connect and where similarities. So the first thing before we even started recording was we talked about plan A, B, C, or D. And he was definitely that kind. He was by trade a planner. And I mentioned that in his, um, when he passed away, his eulogy, my brothers talked about, you know, he did have a plan A, B, and C. And his life, the path he ended up in where I am was because of plan A and B didn't work. And your whole philosophy of just living life and live life to the fullest, I think my dad was a great example of that. Um, that he and our logo, and I've talked about this before, the logo is my dad's, is my dad's logo. And he had an eye patch and a handlebar mustache. And he had the... I passed since the night he graduated, or not immediately, but he got in a car accident the night he graduated from high school and almost died. And he was in the hospital in traction for months and they didn't think he'd make it. Um, and he did. And he was supposed to play football for USC, I think. And that didn't work. So in the day, he decided instead he would just go to Notre Dame. Can you imagine a kid today just deciding, I'm going to go to Notre Dame instead. Um, but he got on a train and went to Notre Dame and Instead, that was his plan B. And then he almost died in another car accident. And so lots of, you know, why not today moments that he taught me, like live your life. Um, I remember one time I wrecked his car in high school and I was devastated. I thought he was going to kill me. And he was out of town. I didn't want to talk to him. I was afraid. And he came back with flowers for me. And he said, you're alive. Who cares about the car? Like, you know, you're alive. And that's all that matters. And so definitely live by that example, which you're living, like, just do it, do the things. And I love how you're enjoying life. And like, you're in a lake house right now in Tennessee, I'm in a lake house in Southern Virginia, and we can work wherever. Um, we keep talking about you now you have a place at the beach, that mm -hmm. we need to plan an excursion there and just yes. kind of escape and go play. Mm -hmm. um, so lots of good lessons. So thank you so much for being on. And so if somebody wants to find you, we will share this with um, in the show notes, but if somebody wants to find you, where are the best places to find you and connect? Yeah. Um, well, our website is, you know, rexpert.com, R-E-C-S-P-E-R-T. Um, and my, our Instagram is at rexpert. Uh, and my Instagram is at Katie Cleesby. Uh, and yeah. so you can just email me at the rexpert, info at rexpert.com too. And happy to connect. 
Great. Well, thank you again for being on. And I love getting to know even more about you. And so if you want to follow the podcast, we are on all the platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google. Um, you can go to our website, which is whynottodaypodcast.com. Um, we'd love to have guests review us, rate us, share it with your friends, let other people know that you're here and that you watched. And just remember, say why not today. And also on the website, I do have um, some swag. We've got cups and T-shirts and um, vinyls. I'm thinking about some journals as another thing. So we're just seeing where this is going to go. So again, Katie, thanks for joining us. And Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thanks everybody for listening. Have a great day. Okay. Or watch. Bye. Bye.